0: Log Talk Radio. This is your host, Rob Braun, wishing you a wonderful December 2nd afternoon. We're day two into our final 30 days of 2014. I'm glad you decided to join me for episode number two. Episode number two of Coming Back, Leading Life March here on Blog Talk Radio. It's enjoyable to go back and look at the numbers and see that many of you decided to join me yesterday and kick this thing off. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to get to be a part of this with you, and I'm thrilled that you're choosing to be a part of this with me. we got a lot to cover this month, so I what I get is that you're someone who is willing to do the work or willing to take a look at what it is that you need to take a look at in your life to be able to move forward. So this is Leading Life Large. It is your weekly opportunity, I'm going to say daily for the next few days, opportunity to take a look at where it is in your life. You're just not living it big. Leading life large, living our life large is about you and I living the life that we're meant to, that we've decided that we want, that we ultimately decide that we deserve, and then going out and making that happen far too often for many of us. Along the way, we allowed distractions. We allowed things to get in our way. We allowed other things to become more important. And really, what was happening is we got scared and we allowed things to save us from our fear of that moving forward and that whole unknown thing. So, you choosing to tune into leading life large plugs your right in. There's an opportunity for you to be able to take a look at exactly what it is that may be missing for you in life. And I'm thrilled that you've had guts enough to, to join me on this one. You honor me. So let me say that, first of all, there is no show if there is no listeners. My objective is to be fully here for you and that you get some great, great benefit from yourself and moving forward for yourself. So thank you for being a part of this, and and I honor you for, for being willing because uh, not everybody would be willing to do this and tune into something like this. And it's a lot easier to, uh, shit, it's a lot easier to go eat some fast food or turn into, you know, the shopping channel or watch some reality too damn hard. And you're choosing not to do that. And that's a big, big deal. So as I mentioned yesterday, as I'm coming back here, in order for any one of us to be able to fully succeed, to get what is we're going after, We have got to take a look what's gotten in the way. I can read all kinds of books and I can get strategies. And and if you were to look at my office right now, I've got all kinds of, you know, little action things and pictures that remind me and I've got work lists and a whole bit. None of these would mean a damn thing if I didn't take a look at what it is over the years that got in my way or I allowed to get in my way of moving forward and not succeeding in life. So today I want to talk to you about the stories. The stories are the limiting beliefs. They are the things that have happened to us and we wrap ourselves around them and we make them our reason for where we are in life. Now don't get me wrong, there are some very real things that happen to probably most of us. I have certainly had my life filled with them And I used these as excuses. These were my reasons, what I called my badge for not moving forward. And if you're listening to this, there are probably some stories in your life that you've attached yourself to. I'm not even going to say probably. There are. We've all done it. The stories are the things that, if you will, Once upon a time, and maybe even up to this moment, have defined your life. And they may have been stories, things that happened to you when you were younger, as a kid, family of origin. It may have been what happened in your community or just growing up, part of your family or part of your culture. It could have been the part of the planet that you lived on and and some of those influences. It could have been the religion you grew up in and some of the limitations that it imposed on you or the judgments that it laid on you about who you were if you went right or left or were something. The stories could also be some of the events that have happened in our lives. Many of the stories that I held on to were the things that happened to me in life, some of the losses that I had, some of the things that didn't work out, and I was able to – I'm going to retract that. What I did was I chose to be victim to. Now, the cool thing about stories – well, actually, the unfortunate thing about stories is if it's a good enough story – a good enough excuse, a good enough limiting belief, a good enough badge, a good enough let me tell you what happened to me along the way, many people will accept it. In fact, people will accept it because everybody's walking around with their own damn story. If you show up in just about any Starbucks and get a cup of coffee, you're standing in line, you listen long enough, you'll hear someone's bullshit story about the economy or about the job market or about the housing market or about... You know, how their kid this or, you know, if only their spouse would, you know, be more supportive. These are all stories. And I, I I lived with many of them. In fact, the first ones that I remember became conscious and aware of were the ones that I got from my family of origin. We grew up in a household that we didn't have a lot. In fact, my dad was a mechanic. My mom was a waitress. You know, both noble endeavors and it meant we didn't have a lot of money coming in. In fact, my dad was a mechanic in Snow Country, and in Snow Country, if you've ever if you've grown up there or you live there, you know that people don't get do a lot with their cars other than just make damn sure they go. But the brakes don't work real well in the snow, and nothing you can't really tell if your car is doing anything or not. So a lot of people just don't get their work done during the winter time. So we grew up in Snow Country, and that was our reality. So because of that reality that we didn't have much money coming in, there was a story in our household about money. And the story was we didn't have any. And that if we needed certain things, it was unreasonable to even ask for certain things. And one of the things that my dad would regularly say or ask, but it was more of a statement, he would say, who do you think I am, Rockefeller? And that was his way of saying, don't you know who we are? We don't have money. We don't afford those kind of things. So it was ingrained in us very, very early on. Now, there's the possibility that I can use story and use limitation as a motivator. So, you know, one of the things I did very early on when I bought my first car, I literally paid $100 for it because I needed some work. Um. Part of the story was we couldn't afford newer things or things that cost a lot. But what I was able to do was I was able to be wonderfully resourceful. I made that car run and made it my first car and made things happen. And had I stayed in that place my entire life up until today, I'd still be going out buying buying secondhand cars and looking for a way to save 100 bucks or 50 bucks or 1000 bucks or whatever the heck that is. But the truth is, That was one of the stories that I came out of my childhood with and young adulthood with. Even in young adulthood, some of the decisions I made about what I was going to pursue in life were around the story that I created around money. College was not an option. That's where Rockefellers go. So I went into the military, and I got my education that way. So the idea is... As, as long as we are telling ourselves stories, now it could be the story that my wife might have left me. It could be the story that a spouse passed away. It could be the story that I don't get support. It could be the story that I lost my home in the economy. It could be the story that my business closed because my industry went away. Or it could be the story that competition moved into my neighborhood. Those are all stories. And stories do nothing but create limitation in our life. So what's important for you and I is that we've got to take a look at what stories are we telling ourselves. For years, I owned a coffee house, and one of the stories I would tell myself is that every time there was a Starbucks would move in somewhere nearby, I'd go, oh, shit, there's going to be more of my business. And then there was a story about being an employer with employees that just didn't care enough about the business to have a work ethic. And and story just perpetuated more of the reality that I thought was out there. No matter what limiting beliefs, no matter what excuses you are using, no matter what stories you're attached to, every one of those are intended to limit us. Now, where they serve us is they keep us safe. They keep us safe from making big chances out there, trying new things, or really going for it in life. You know, the story that you might be attached to is one that I do what I do because it makes money. I can't afford to do what I would love to do. That's a story. Another story could be that, you know, maybe you didn't have money, so you don't have money to go and do the things you want to be able to do. Or maybe, maybe you grew up in a different class. Maybe you grew up in a different race, a different culture. Maybe you use your gender as a story to excuse for your sexual orientation or your skin color or your national origin or your religion or whatever that is. And and, and again, please don't misunderstand that I understand shit happens out there. Um, I know that we've seen a lot of things happen with regarding race in our country today. Now, for the record, let me clarify that I am, if you will, a man of privilege. Um, I am a white, middle class, fairly affluent, um, you know, six feet tall guy who doesn't have to deal with a lot of the issues that a person of color or a woman or someone of a a, um, sexual orientation, I, I happen to be heterosexual. So, so There are people that encounter lots of shit and lots of crap and lots of biases and judgments and prejudices and actions against them. I get that. I get that. That's real stuff. And, and, if you or I allow any of those things to be the reason for us not moving forward, we have allowed or we've given power to those out there that are knuckleheads, that are assholes honestly, that that, you know, have their own bullshit excuses and stories they use for not moving forward in life. So my invitation to you, as I promise to keep these fairly crisp and fairly short, we're gonna keep it around fifteen minutes. The invitation is for you to take a look at where is it that you're using story limiting belief, excuses into you in life, your your life experiences as a way of keeping you down, as a way of you not moving forward, as a way of keeping you safe. I know that for years, for years, for years, you know, I said that I wanted success, but I, I was afraid. I was afraid to take the chances. I was afraid to leap off the cliff. I was afraid to start my own business. I was afraid of, you know, what if nobody buys what I have to offer? What if nobody listens to me? What if... You know and then, and then the other ones would be you know how dare I go out there and think that I have something of value for others or that I have some wisdom, or that I can write a book and that people are gonna buy it, and they're gonna actually you know gonna benefit from that? Those would be limiting stories, limiting beliefs, so what is it that you've got in front of you? Is it about the economy? Something happened to a relationship that you don't move on to other relationships because you had something really negative happen. Or someone said that you were worthless or someone said that you can't do this. Or someone said, how dare you? Or someone said you were an asshole. Whatever it is. What did you internalize? Because here's the truth. Almost all of that out there is just untrue. We make it true, we perpetuate it, we fuel it, we give it life, and it gets to be our badge. Let's stop doing that. So my invitation for you is to stop doing that to yourself. I invite you to start, if you will, sit back. you got 30 days. Now, obviously I'm going to be giving you a lot more stuff these next 30 days, but you've got to start sitting down and getting honest with yourself. What limiting beliefs, what stories, what crap are you keeping in the way of you moving forward? And that's just the beginning. The beginning is identifying them. Now, if I've been relying on story for a good part of my life, it's not just going to go away, but it begins with me becoming aware of it and knowing that it's not the truth. Once I can begin to recognize That whatever limiting belief, whatever story, whatever excuse I'm putting in front of me that is exactly that, an excuse for not moving forward, I can begin to counter it with the truth. So what happens is I've got an untruth that I finally recognize and I finally shine a light on it, that this is my story, whatever it is. That could be a story about maybe you have some real physical limitations that you're turning into every other kind of limitation. Or maybe you've got a mental limitation that you're turning into every kind of limitation. Maybe you've got an emotional limitation that you're turning into every other kind of limitation. So what excuses, what stories are you using? Start writing them down. Start getting honest with yourself. And if you need someone to help you get honest with you, then by all means do that. Whether it be a trusted friend, a coach, a therapist, a counselor, a guide, a mentor, the the pastor at your church, whatever it is, get some help with that. Whatever it takes for you to stop engaging in the story. Stop perpetuating the lies. Stop relying on the excuses. You don't even need to do anything else about it right now. Just recognize that it is excuses. What did you not get over? What loss are you not allowing yourself to move forward from, whatever that is? So, your role this month then is to start getting clear about the stories and to start countering them with the truth. So, if the lie is, I'm not smart enough, the truth is, I am smart enough. If the lie is, I grew up without money, the truth is, I have access to plenty of money, just whatever my imagination can drum up. If my excuse is, you know, I had a, I, I loved this person, this person left me, and, you know, now I'm alone and I'll never find anybody else. The truth is, it just wasn't a good relationship for the two of us, and it was time for them to move on, and and I got to learn about myself, and now I get to move on and find that real ideal partner in life. So your role, your your work for yourself now is is to get quiet, get introspective, reflect, start writing down the stories, writing down the limiting beliefs, writing down the excuses, writing down the things that you put in the way that hold you back. That's it. That's simple. So your work is get clear on your stories. Learn to stop telling yourself the stories and then start countering the stories, the fires, the tough, raw experiences you've had in life. Start telling yourself new stories. Start being grateful for what the truth is, all right? So with that, this is Leading Life Largest. This is Rob Braun of The thrilled You Chose to Join Me Here on December 2nd, afternoon, 3.30 p.m. here on the West Coast, wherever you happen to be on the planet. Stories are stories wherever you happen to be. Whatever the language is, doesn't matter. So get clear on those and with that I applaud you for tuning into the second episode right here. Make sure you join me tomorrow, same time. If you want to tune in live, download the program, no problem. I'm gonna I'm gonna build up on it. tomorrow we're gonna to talk about attitude, our favorite favorite topic. So with that, this is Rob Bryan signing out, reminding you that Tomorrow is not promised, so get on that stuff today. Remember, we don't know how many days we got left on this one lifetime, so get started now. All right, have a great, great evening. Bye bye now.